Then the hardy one himself, with his troop, set forth to tread the seashore, going along the sands and the wide sea beaches. And joyfully they journeyed, and with courage they marched along, to where they heard by inquiring that the good prince of earls, the banesman of Anjantheo, the young war king, was giving out rings within the city. And quickly it was made known to Heolach the coming of Beowulf, that he, the prince of warriors, the comrade in arms, was returning alive, and hail from the battle play was coming to the palace. And straightway was there room made for the foot guests on the floor of the hall by command of the king. And he that had escaped scot-free from the contest sat with the king, kinsman with kinsman, and the Lord with courteous speech saluted the brave man with high-swelling words. And the daughter of Hareth poured forth from the mead cups throughout that great hall, for she loved well the people, and carried round the drinking stoops to each of the warriors. And Heolach began to ask questions of his comrade as curiosity prompted him as to the journey of the Seagaeots. How went it with thee, dear Beowulf, in thy faring, when thou didst bethink thee suddenly to be seeking a conquest over the salt waters in battle at Heorot, and thou didst requite the widely known woe which Hrothgar was suffering, that famous lord? And I brooded over that mind care with sorrow whelmings, for I trusted not in the journey of the dear man. And for a long time I bade thee not a whit to be greeting the murderous stranger, but to let the South Danes themselves wage war against Grendel. But now I give God thanks that I see thee safe and sound here before me. O Lord Heolach, it is well known to many a man our famous meeting, and the battle we fought, Grendel and I, on the wide plain, when he was working great sorrow to the Danes and misery forever. All that I avenged, so that no kinsman of Grendel anywhere on earth needed to boast of that uproar by twilight. Know not he of that kindred who liveth the longest, encircled by the fen. But first, to greet Rothgar, I went to the ring hall, and straightway the famous kinsman of Halfdana, when he knew my intention, gave me a place with his own son, and the troop was all joyful. Never before have I seen greater joy amongst any hall-dwellers under the arch of heaven. Sometimes the famous queen, the peace-bringer of the folk, walked over the whole floor and encouraged the young sons. And sometimes for the noble band, the daughter of Rothgar carried the ale-cups to the earls at the end of the high table. And I heard those who sat in that hall calling her Freyawaru, as she gave the studded treasure to the heroes. And she, young and gold-decked, is betrothed to the glad son of Froda. The friend of the Danes and the guardian of the kingdom has brought this to pass, and taken that counsel, so as to set at rest by that betrothal many a slaughter feud and ancient strife. And often it happens that a little while after the fall of a people, the deadly spear seldom lieth at rest, though the bride be doughty. And this may displease the lord of the Hethobards and all of his thanes of the people, when he with his bride walketh over the floor, that his doughty warriors should attend on a noble scion of the Danes, and the heirloom of the ancients should glisten on him all hard, and the ring sword, the treasure of the Hethobards, whilst they might be wielding weapons. <laughs>